night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as our best this is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning. Morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's uh, 10 minutes past 10 already. Gosh, we've, we've shot through uh, over two hours now on the Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783 is the number to call. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors. 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. And uh, so come join us. We've got some donuts out here and uh, some other things. So we've got some, a few of the black cow T-shirts and hats, too. I don't think I've even mentioned that. But we had a nice gentleman come by, and he was, he was actually wearing a well-worn black cow T-shirt. So we gave him a new one. So 919-860-9783. William is uh, in Beaufort. William, I was a little worried about you. I thought we lost you. I want to make sure you weren't on your boat or something. And so how is how are you? Uh, how is it at Beaufort? Is it raining or no? It's eighty-two degrees. The sun's shining. It's beautiful down here today. Oh, okay. Well, I hope y'all get some rain, but everybody needs it. I, I 
uh, I'm, I'm sure it's really dry down there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We had some rain about a quarter of an inch Thursday night. It rained for about a half an hour, which was much needed. Uh, it's been really dry down here. That any rain last ten days. Mm. Yeah, that's it's really real. tough. All that sandy soil down there. Yeah, it's baking the yards. Uh, I'm constantly got the irrigation running just to keep the yard alive. So you've got zoysia, the zoysia lawn, right? Yeah, zoysia. Uh, I mean, it fares pretty well in the drought, but you got to keep it watered at least once a week to, mm-hmm. to keep it alive. Yeah, I don't know what uh, I, I zoysia is probably the most popular. I don't know what the best. What do they got down at Oak Island, uh, Nelsa? Uh, people plant Bermuda or there's Bermuda. There's a lot of people have um, centipede. Centipede. Yeah, mm-hmm. centipede is the big variety down here. I'm kind of the minority with the zoysia. Every, everybody in my community has got all centipede. Yeah, and there's a couple places I've noticed that, that actually have a St. Augustine. Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. that's supposed to be salt, sea salt resistant, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, really, it doesn't seem the, to fare as well in North Carolina as it would in Florida. Well, definitely not in this area, but certainly no, uh, at coast the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Although there is a Raleigh variety St. Augustine, I guess somebody discovered it up here mm-hmm. years ago, and it uh, became the Raleigh variety. I don't. Johnny Hood had that. This place out on Penny Road. No. Um, you mean Johnny the Nudist? <laughs> but uh, he. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll never get away from that. Cat's out of the bag now. Cat's out of the bag now. God rest his soul. Which bag is he? Uh, but at any rate, he had he had centipede there, and uh, it and uh, he had Saint Augustine. It worked pretty well there, and he didn't have a lot of light, so it yeah. it's fairly shade tolerant. But I still think you probably need at least six hours for most. Yeah, I, I know a lawn uh, over in Five Points um, that they have Saint Augustine, so it can survive. So you yeah, got zoysia. Been, what else have you planted at your new cottage? Well, I was going to tell Rufus now. We can start making some tequila. I found me a blue agave plant. Uh, and, uh, oh. How old is the agave? Are there certain varieties? Because you have to be careful with that, don't you? Yeah, they had a variegated one, and I got the blue one. I think that's the one they make the tequila with, you know, fairly regularly. So. You drink tequila now, so what? Uh, you grow plants, so what? You're the expert. You get that? Uh, what is it? The Oaxaca is. Um, yeah, you gotta get the the good stuff and go to Oaxaca to get get you some good tequila. Yeah, so make make sure which one you got before you start. You're processing. Yeah, uh, he probably has the agave americana. That that's the big blue one. Um, yeah, that's the big blue one. Yeah, see yeah. a lot of those on the coast. You do, you do, absolutely. Well, when you start the project, and I'll help you finish it off. <laughs> oh, well, what, what, <laughs> isn't, that a, isn't that a deal? And yeah. you keep growing the corn, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're talking about something different. Yeah, now, all all the roofs is going bootlegging. We're, we're law enforcement, so. <laughs> Well, we had to confiscate a lot of that stuff, and I don't know whatever happened to all of it. I yeah, think some I of it remained in the basement. We went fishing. We went fishing on Wednesday, Rufus, and I ran into a fellow on the boat that knew you. We, we ended up catching 33 dolphins, uh, oh, probably wow. one of the best fishing trips we went on. Oh, good. And, uh, Not like Flipper, though. No. Not like Just Flipper. Just want to make the sure mahi, people, mahi, the people don't dolphin. think you were right. Oh, the Mahi Mahi. Yeah. Yeah, Mahi Mahi dolphin. There's one one person who had been dinner with me one night, and 
And he says, I want some of that Maui Maui. <laughs> I said, do you mean mahi mahi? And uh, he said, well, whatever that good thing is, and that's a wonderful fish product. So yeah, a lot of people, we cooked them up last night for supper. It was delicious. I bet so. Yeah, that's a good good uh, white-meated fish. A lot of yep. pitosporum and things planted down there. Indian hawthorn works pretty well on the coast. Yeah, oleander, lantana. Yeah, ole- do you have yeah, an oleander? Some oleander, yeah, I put in some oleander. Um, and then uh, lantana is about the only flower I can get to really good, do good down here. Um, I put some impatience out, and the salt air, just they just withered up. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's Pender or Carteret or New Hanover. Probably, I'm sure New Hanover has a, a leaflet about, but I think Carteret County has a, has a leaflet from years ago that uh, about things to plant for mm-hmm. coastal communities for your landscape. So you might check that out. You can probably find it online, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that. You know, pindo palms and windmill palms and sago that's palms. That's why I was getting ready to ask you, Nelson. I got a pindo palm, and it's turning. Is it normally for turning yellow on the bottom? Um, it, it's fairly green on top, but it, I didn't know if I need to put some iron on it or. Is it just some of the lower limbs on it? It's the, the lower limbs are turning yellow. Yeah. I'd probably saw them off if if you can if it's if it's gotten to the size to where you could just take those lower ones off and then, you know, Espoma makes a great product called palm palm tone. Uh, that's what we put on ours, and that that'll green them up. The pendo oh, yeah. is the one that uh, is really more broad than it is tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. It's kind of yeah. stumpy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, they're nice down there. They're pretty hardy. I know the hurricane killed a bunch of them down at Topsail, the last one we had. Uh, but everything, you know, all the vegetation just about was killed. And and the oleander is is vulnerable to cold damage on the coast can of North be. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just up here. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of really cool things you can plant out there. But I'm, Yeah, my neighbor has some oleanders. It's beautiful. It's starting to bloom right now. It's gorgeous. It's interesting you say that lantana. Can you think of anything else that... that works at i mean the plumbagos the tropical plumbagos do really well um you know you'll certainly see bananas now they get shredded um you know the wind just kind of shreds them i like that look it's it's very tropical can be kind of kind of pretty neat um i'm surprised that you don't see uh the blanket flower or gallardia that tends to naturalize over at um the brunswick county beaches I, i see it at um you know, Oak Island and Holden Beach and uh, Ocean Isle. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking in the Beaufort area, um, I, f- I feel like I've seen that, that Gallardia blanket flower before. Um, blanket flower, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll have to look for that. Where have you had any luck with roses down there? Uh, yeah, my knockout roses, Rufus. I got white knockout roses in the front of the house, and then the pink ones in the back, and they're they're just going crazy right now, blooming. Uh, they seem to like it down here because they get the full sun. Um, they're 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 flowering out really nice. That's good. Okay, well, I, I'm sure the nurseries down there, folks selling flowers, know what works oh. down there. Well, yeah, so yeah, I found a local nursery right there in Moorhead. Yeah, yeah. 
And I was down okay. at the farmer's market this morning getting some tomatoes. I was thinking about you guys, and I wanted to call in. Well, I appreciate it. We always love hearing from you, William. So you, right, you're well, you uh, branching a- out. You, you've come out of retirement. You're working as uh, doing some air traffic controlling again? Over in Newburn, yeah, three days a week at Newburn Tower, yep. Can't get it out of your system, can you? <laughs> uh, another plant, that, uh, not to change the subject, no, but another plant um, that the I guess the there's like a garden club. I always see these little ladies um, with their cute little hats and aprons in the little middle. Ladies. Little ladies in the middle of uh, older ladies in the middle of the Oak Island. After you've gone over the bridge and you're on the island. Um, there's like a median where you can go straight to Caswell Beach or you can turn down Long Beach Road, but they, they keep the beautification program up uh, right there, and it is hot. But they have some of the most beautiful, I mean, they, there were three of them in this bed, and each one of them was probably three foot wide, but Stokes Aster, the Stokesia, um, just a beautiful um, kind of lavender blue, really pretty. See, that might be a good one to try as well, the Stokes Aster. Okay. Okay. Yeah, William, I found thank some you. yellow antenna and purple antenna I planted around, and they seem to really love it. And I don't have to water yep. them that much. That's another good thing. True that. Yeah, some very very drought-tolerant lantanas and some very short-growing lantanas. Yep, yep. Right. Yeah, which is, which right. is nice because they can really get out of hand. They, some right. of them certainly can. Mm-hmm. And you have, to, you have to be careful where you plant them because for months and months, they're just sticks. <laughs> 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 hollow sticks and you don't want i don't know that you want to cut those sticks until you st- i've always been told you don't cut them until you start seeing some of the green coming out of the ground for the next season because they, yeah they, they i didn't have cut hollow stem and they can get frozen yeah yeah well it's a woody stem um it's a woody stem but it stem but it mm-hmm. just protects them but yeah. um there there are some perennials that are hollow or pith okay. that you don't want to cut but, right. and the perennial hibiscus should do well in your area as well yeah, and the 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 uh, the Mexican is the Mexican petunias there. Yeah, yeah, that's another good one, Ruelia. Yeah, excellent. I put them in a the bag, and they come out really, really thick again this year. So they're doing well. But I just want to call in, and tell you guys, have a great holiday, enjoy listening to the show. Thank you, William. Thank you, William. Appreciate you being our Beaufort correspondent. Oh yeah, I, I, I turn fifty-eight tomorrow, so we're going out to play golf today. To Dear child, yeah, Dear play child. golf while you can. <laughs> yeah, do things while you can before you break down. <laughs> yes, no, understand that. Y'all have a great yes, day. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. We'll see you guys. All right, it's William Madun and beautiful Beaufort. Yeah, they have a nice farmers market there, at the courthouse green in front of the courthouse in, in Beaufort. You know, if you're thinking of selling your home because you you want a bigger yard for a garden or perhaps you need to downsize a bit, but uh, you don't want to be left homeless because houses, it's, I don't think, I'm sure that, that someone who's been in the real estate industry for decades has never seen anything like this. They're selling so fast and for cash. Uh, and, and way above the asking price a lot of times. So so you don't become homeless. you got to make sure that uh, you, you go to someone who knows what they're doing. Justin Burleson is a great gardener, too, with Premier Agents Network of Fonville Morrissey Realty is the person you want to go to deal with. Justin has been voted 
best real estate agent in the triangle for the past five years. He currently ranks in the top five of selling agents in the triangle year after year, and his online reviews are top-notch. Let Justin and his team help you strategize, and that's what it's going to take, a real strategy to maximize your profits and to make sure that you have a home to come home to. Call or text Justin Burleson of Premier Agents Network today, 919-609-5161. That's 919-609-5161. So call him. He's a smart guy. He he's not a great not only a great gardener, but he has a degree in electrical engineering. That's a good one to Turned have. To a real estate agent, so a uh, smart guy to deal with. He knows. Yeah, we stuff. enjoyed having him on the we program. Sure did. Yeah, yeah. He's a great gardener. He's got uh, he he bought a house that had a clay tennis court. Wow. He's taken the tennis court and made it into he built raised beds. Oh, good heavens! And he's got he's got vegetables all over the place. I Very think. cool. You would you would be proud of him. That's think. awesome. 1024 WPTF time. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Bell's Carpets, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF at 1036. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And uh, you're listening to The Weekend Gardener. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. Uh, Ken is in Garner. Ken, good morning. You're on WPTF. Thank you for taking my call. I have a question about bearded iris. My, my question is, the, they have bloomed, of course, and their heads are dying. When and how do I cut those? Bearded iris is uh, uh, so popular around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be okay to follow that flower stalk down and just go ahead and prune that stalk down. Do I follow it all the way down to the yes. base? Um, yes. They coming out of the fan, or they also begin to leaf out up over the you know, partial way up the stalk. Yeah, just follow the stem all the way down to the base and cut it would be fine. So you, now is the time to do that? Yes. Because they have a little pod at the top, and I, I think they have a seed in them. Yes. Could I split that seed and plant it and see if I can <clears throat> get others to grow? You, you can. You want to make sure that the seed pod dries before you you know, open it up to where the capsule's almost opening on its own or, or very easy to open. So I dry them and then cut them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rufus, you, do, you ever so done you can, that? Or you can leave it on the plant till it uh, kind of starts drying on its own. Uh, it takes away energy from the bulb, but um, but certainly you could do that. Okay. So I can leave them all there and just let them dry naturally and then cut them. And that, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Does that weaken my next year's bloom? It, it can. It can weaken the growth in the bulb, the energy in the bloom, in the bulb, yes. Do they repeat blooming every year, or do they bloom on a new fan each year? Well, there are some varieties that are repeat bloomers, um, so it, it it just depends. No, 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 I don't mean it within one growing season. I mean 
from year to year, from one year to oh, the next. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. And when do I cut Confederate jasmine? Ours are still flowering. Um, well, mine are too, but... Yeah, so, I mean, fun. just wait until you've enjoyed that fragrance and the flowers start uh, dropping and you know you're good printing that plant anytime in June, July, August as needed. It's pretty hardy unless it, unless the cold. We had to have a really cold year to right. to kill the Confederate jasmine. Oh, it's yeah. almost invasive. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes. But boy, I'm, I like it to be invasive when it's blooming. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, but it also can take over a fence. It's uh, sure, sure, and you can actually make uh, quite a ground cover with that stuff, can't yeah. you? you? You can. I mean, the, there's an Asiatic one that uh, stays much tighter and lower to the ground, yeah. but but yeah, you could absolutely. Well, so I had one that we had in a pot, and I did not know what it was really. I just bought it at the garden shop, and I was impressed by the fragrance. Yeah. And it has grown, and it's in the back of my yard. I have a large backyard, and. It has grown and leaped over at least 10 to 15 feet from the nearest tree and is growing up the tree. Well, it, it is quite attractive. Will it kill the tree? Uh, you may want to, it depends on the size of the tree, but I mean, you may want well, to keep it. Con- tree. Yeah, I mean, you may want to keep it contained to, to some degree. Um, you know, people that let ivy and and uh, no, it's wisteria. Not like ivy, yeah, I mean, it, it keeps growing up and up and up. It, it, yeah, but I mean, it can. Just remember, you're adding weight to that tree, so it can, um, you know, be somewhat of a detriment. Sure, if a good wind comes along. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Make it top heavy. Sure, very top heavy. <laughs> when is a good time to move iris? Since we were talking about iris. You know, July is a great month to move iris. I mean, uh, that's just kind of when the bulb's uh, resting, regenerating, and that's a perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been told you wait until, like, November. I thought I heard that on your show, by the way. Uh, July is the best month for irises, bearded iris. Bearded iris. To move the... Mm-hmm. Okay, and do I, now that now they've bloomed and after I trim them, do I go ahead and side dress them with black cow? You could. Okay. Because just don't 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 get the soil down on the the bulb or the crown. Get it around the kind of root zone, if you will. That was my question. Okay, because so if the soil gets they get too deep, they will um, smother, right? Right. It just won't bloom. Well, you just don't want the bulb to get too much moisture. Um, let it rot off. So just keep keep the black cow or whatever amendments you put uh, around the the edges of it. Okay. The outer edges. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate uh, you calling. All the pollen we've uh, had, and we're still dealing dealing with it. We aren't seeing a lot of the pollen, but it's still out there. Uh, it's, it reminds you to uh, take care of your vehicle in a lot of ways. Uh, not only the air filters that uh, come, the cabin air filters that need to be changed occasionally, but the, the windshield wipers and, and a lot of the, the AC. Folks at King's Auto Service can give you a, a, a spring checkup, early summer checkup. Make sure that AC is working properly. There's a lot that goes into that, and you don't want to don't want to mess it up. That's a very expensive proposition there. But uh, get the blades changed, get the air filters changed. Uh, there are a lot of things that can be checked 
on a vehicle and you want to give it a good once over like the battery to make sure that's doing okay because you never know when that's going to go out speaking of batteries the toyota prius other hybrid vehicles are very popular they have certified hybrid technicians at king's and they're able to refurbish your high voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it this usually occurs it can 150,000 miles it may never mess up but you can depend on kings and their technicians to give you a courtesy battery analysis and take care of that vehicle for a long time kings auto service and kings correct lube easy to find at 1039 northwest street in downtown raleigh and at kingautomotive.net kings automotive service Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk to Fred and take some of your calls here on the Weekend Gardener in our remaining moments. It's 1043. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. At 1047 at Bell's Carpets and Floors, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh, uh, right behind Costco. And, uh, you know, squirrels uh, can be a big nuisance in your garden. They eat flower buds. uh, They uh, dig up plants. They uh, chew on decks, outdoor furniture. They can also be uh, food for the bears that may run through the back. <laughs> through the backyard. <laughs> through the back of you. you yeah, I mean, I, I hear that they're in Raleigh now. Uh, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, they, they can be annoying, too. So uh, put a stop to all of that squirrel damage that, uh, that you may have out there with I Must Garden. They can, can help, uh, help you considerably with with all of that uh, they they actually make an i must garden squirrel repellent i must garden squirrel repellent is safe it's effective it's easy to to use uh, to keep squirrels from digging and chewing it contains botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels just don't like available in liquid and granular i must garden squirrel repellent is effective and easy to use and it works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals and you can spray i must garden squirrel repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the i must garden granular repellent directly into the soil of your flower pots to prevent digging and if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees, spray your trees as soon as they start leafing out. I, I must garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle area and many other areas. So look for I must garden squirrel repellent at your favorite garden center or hardware stores such as Fairview Garden Center in Raleigh and in Durham Garden Center. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I must garden repellents that. Uh, our friends like Nelsa at the Garden Hut might sell like deer, rabbit, mole, vole, uh, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. They have repellents for all of those. So um, buy some today. They, uh, they're available at great places. Been around a long time. Developed right here in the Triangle area. So protect your garden today with natural pest protection from Imos Garden Repellent. Earth-friendly, people and pet friendly. And again, made right here in the Triangle area. So Fred 
to summarize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear your summary. We, uh, yeah, how do you summarize all of this? It's, uh, you folks have done a great job over here with this, this, uh, this new building. But it's, you've been in here for two years, three years? In the new showroom, yeah. Showroom. For, uh, it's just two years now. Yeah. This 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 month, so yeah, it's uh, we're very proud of uh, the, the way it's worked out. And you know, you're talking about repellent, and it, it makes me think that a lot, what a lot of people are interested in now in flooring is is moisture repellent. Sure, uh, because, stain repellent. Yeah, stain repellent, and uh, uh, a lot of people come in asking for the most common term is waterproof flooring, uh, and uh, we like to think of it. Uh, waterproof to, for a floor to be totally waterproof you've got to have a ceiling encapsulation system which we do but uh, the floor itself does have to be a material that is waterproof so that if you uh, so uh, we have a lot of uh, choices in in flooring now that from from the luxury vinyl the laminate flooring people are familiar with we even have hardwood flooring now that is water moisture proof moisture repellent and we actually have a ceiling system to make the whole floor waterproof because the thing that people have to remember is we can put in a waterproof floor but if you have a pipe break or is it Jennifer experienced this morning a bathroom overflow uh. <laughs> it runs under the flooring yeah. so while the flooring itself is waterproof if you don't have it sealed then you're, you may have other issues to deal with as the, the subfloor underneath takes care of it. So that's one thing we like to point out to customers when they come in is explain what is the difference, be, you know, not that, um, that if you don't have a sealed system, you really don't have a totally waterproof floor. But most people don't need a totally waterproof floor. They want a floor that's going to stand up. If the uh, dog knocks over the bowl, water bowl, it's not going to damage the floor. Or if you uh, spill something on it and don't get to it, it's not going to damage the floor. So, uh, again, our great salespeople here can point out what the customer truly needs so they can understand what to expect also. Yeah, and how it's going to look in the home. They well, can, how it's can, going to look. They can is, help you with that. Ex exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and what you have, when people walk in, this is not a hardwood floor. It, it sure looks like right. it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's what we refer to as luxury vinyl. Uh, and, matter of fact, we just got some new patterns in, and they've improved the, vis the vis visual nature of it. Uh, it was great before. It's better now. So as we continue to... Uh, uh, increase uh, the product selection with technology uh, it's going to get better and better as time goes on uh, but yeah most people walk in and they say you know they ask well what floor you know what wood floor is this it's not a it's a luxury vinyl uh, but it uh, and it walks good it feels great sure does. and of course it's probably the easiest floor you'll have in your home to maintain in most cases just a matter of wiping things up you could put this in a wood in a, um, a mud room so oh, absolutely. Yeah. Room, for instance, yeah. Or, or people where you have your washer and dryer. Yeah, people there's a lot of bath remodeling going on now. Yeah. And they don't necessarily want to go back with ceramic cuz it's cold, but they still want something that looks like a tile. We've got some beautiful brand new tile visuals that uh once it's installed uh until you feel it and you realize that it's not ceramic tile, it looks just like the real thing. Sure. But you won't uh, necessarily break a glass or a plate on right, it. Exactly. Like you would yeah, with it's softer. It's more forgiving. 
It's quieter. Yeah. And you wouldn't break the ceramic. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but the facsimile is going to hold up uh, very well. It's amazing. Uh, carpeting is not waterproof, but I guess one day <laughs> there is repellency in it, though. We actually have uh, high-performance carpet. Uh, which uh, are actually doing very well for us because uh, they're beautiful patterns, but also it's something you literally could take out and hose off if you needed to. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, we have answers to a lot of things. And uh, you have quite a sale going on. As yes, usual. we do. Yes, yeah, our annual uh, Memorial Weekend sale. So everything in the store uh, is a minimum 25% discount. Uh, and in the carpet sections, uh, we go all the way up to special products. Uh, and these are not just uh, inexpensive uh, things to sell at a price point. These are some of our, our best sellers, right. uh, up to 50% off. So it's the best time to take advantage of the sale. Uh, and uh, get you know our best prices, our best discounts uh, that we offer uh, in, in the year. And you're open today and on Monday? Monday will be open Memorial Day. We're, yeah, we've got special hours. We're open nine, of course, today nine to five. Uh, Monday will be open nine to five also. Well, it's been an honor. It always well, is. Thank you, so, thank you very a much. Good place to come. Well, thank you, Ann. All right. <laughs> Give Sherry our best. I will. Y'all have a happy uh, thank holiday. You. Sonny is with us. Uh, Sonny, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. That Hi. Was quite, that's a pretty good rendition of that. Well, listen, um, so I have a standing date with John Ball in Wake Forest. Um, who resides at the Lodge uh, Retirement Community in Wake Forest. And so every Saturday, we listen to your show. So oh, thank wow. You much. Thank you for saying that. What a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, I have yeah. a um, quick question. I um, want to tell you that week before last, I just specifically enjoyed you focusing so much on tomatoes, and mine have benefited from some of the things that I heard, so I thank you very much for that. Uh, but my quick question is, I believe that I just heard Anne refer to something that I have never heard of, a perennial hibiscus? Yes. <laughs> Nelson, do you... Do you have perennial hibiscus? Yeah, I think I was mentioning that to um, Steve down at Beaufort. So right, that right. was one of the, yeah. the hibiscus that I brought up. But, yes, there's um, a, a, class, a group of uh, herbaceous uh, hibiscus that do very well um, in our area and the Wake Forest area and the coastal area. Um, some are even so you're native. So you're telling me I wouldn't need to take it up or put it in that, the garage? That is correct. Okay. So, winter? Correct. They're, they're known as, um, to some degree, or back in the day, the dinner plate size. Right. They have very, very large. Look the, forward to them coming out every year. Absolutely. Oh, and, yes. and, and, and again, like most plant species or genuses, genera, they have... Uh, improved cultivars so there's you know some now with burgundy foliage and pink and a dark center or red and uh, you know a white i mean there's there's some beautiful perennial um hibiscus and they the flowers don't last long but but every day every day that's every right day, they yeah, continue sure. to as, be as it gets older yeah i mean so all the summer long 
uh, it's a great plant to have in flower. I mean, July and August and September and in through, even into October, just a great plant. It's beautiful. And, it's in the uh, okra so that's family. obviously a different um, type of hibiscus. So yeah. is that available now to, uh, to be planted? You're starting to see them pop up. Um, they are one of the later perennials to got about a minute. break out. But, yes, uh, most your garden centers should have perennial hibiscus and even more variety uh, in the coming weeks. I thank you, and we will listen to you every Saturday. Thank you so much. Thanks for making it thank an you. outing. It, it, lo- it sounds like the old uh, sitting around the radio type thing. I like oh, that. Oh, it that absolutely is. is. <laughs> Especially Dr. Ball is... Uh, lost all of his sight and he just looks forward to us listening to this well good morning um, to you dr ball we thank you for being a part of the family thank you and god bless you all bye-bye thank Bye. you sonny all right we'll, we'll wrap things up here it's going to be uh please let us let us have some rain today dear yes, we right? need it uh, yeah so have a wonderful weekend everybody brother rufus you uh you're gonna behave you got yourself 15 seconds are you gonna do something today i'm going to uh pet my hibiscus. There you go. Rufus is going to this is Pet Your Hibiscus Day. Nelson, thank you. Garden Hut's thank open you. today. Miss Ann, Josh, thank you. Lucy, thank you. Nice uh, seeing you and uh, Fred and everybody here at uh, Bell's Carpets. We'll see you next week. And the Man Show.